0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea messenger and Michael Jenkins. Some news out of the NBA that kind of pertains to the first game that we will be talking about the Knicks and the Cavs, uh, Cleveland laying five and a half. Total off the board, but yesterday we saw the news come down that Julius Randle is now in, out indefinitely uh, with an injury, which sucks because he's one of their best players. But I will say they finished the end of that game against the Heat and still won it. So, Jenks, I'm assuming this is why the number is what it is because Randall's out. Uh, mm-hmm. But at what point do you think it's too many points? Because I'll say this about the Knicks. I think they still have plenty of good pieces, especially with Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson. That maybe they can keep this one closer than people think.
0: Uh maybe I, I would go I would go with the Cavs here, actually, just because we don't talk much about Cleveland in the playoff picture, but they are just behind the 76ers and they're ju- they're just behind the 76ers by two and a half games, which seems crazy to me. You would think there would be more of a discrepancy there, and there's not. As good as the Knicks have been covering on the road this season the cavaliers at home as a favorite cover more than 80 percent of the time they are 29 and 7 against the number in this spot so i know it's a bigger number than maybe we like but i like the cavaliers
1: yeah i think the number is what's scaring me off because sometimes i think people just automatically see, oh you know julius randall's out just automatically take the other side but sometimes I feel like it's too many points. I do like Cleveland straight up because, uh, like you said, they've been an absolute wagon straight up at home, 30-8 mm-hmm. and eight this year. But I don't know. I think I'm going to stay away. What about a total? When you have somebody that can fill up the stat sheet kind of like Julius Randall does, do you mm-hmm. think that lends itself to an under? Because uh, I guess this total is not currently on the board. I think I'm seeing 220.5 in some spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of these teams have been under teams. In this spot, yeah. over under record for the Cavs at home, 18 and 20. And for the Knicks on the road, over under record of 17, 19 and 2. So, what about an under?
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the right side when you take a scoring threat out of the game. And also, the trends point in that direction. And when you look at defense, the Cavaliers, I believe, last time I checked, not that long ago, have one of the best defenses in the entire league. So, I would definitely go under here if you want about a total.
1: I would imagine it's probably built into the number but still i think we see uh two defenses uh in this one especially with the Cavs, especially their home defense even better than their road defense let's go to wow the game of the day the pistons Uh. and the rockets good god we've got houston laying four and a half total of 229 and a half and jinx i think what i thought when i saw this spread was Does Houston deserve to be laying four and a half points against anybody?
0: Chelsea, this is what I wrote about this game. I saw this on the docket and I immediately said, I'm not capping this game. I am not capping a game between the Pistons and Rockets. Here's a list of things I would rather do than handicap this game. I would rather watch an eight hour marathon of Darcy and Stacey. I would rather rummage through my own trash to find a receipt that I lost buried under coffee grounds. I would rather run a 5K. I'd rather let my cat scratch my face dangerously close to my eye. I'd rather go into the hardware store and discuss paint swatches with a disinterested employee. I'd rather eat a can of cold beans. I'd rather do anything than handicap pistons and rockets. This is a pass for me.
1: Ooh, cold beans? I don't think I would eat even a can of warm beans. I hate beans, baked beans, what? whatever. You hate beans. Why do people like beans? baked beans so much? They look disgusting. They're delicious.
0: They're delicious. Have you ever had baked beans? They're delicious.
1: Yeah, they look gross. Wait,
0: wait, wait. You keep saying they look gross. Have you eaten them though?
1: I think so, but I don't know. It's just something about the look of them that disinterests me like they just look gross
0: oh they're delicious though they're delicious baked beans are awesome i'll beans you can eat baked beans with a hot dog with a burger you can put some frankfurters in them little beans and franks those are good man i I love baked beans and also there's different types of beans it's not like there's what pinto beans there's kidney beans (laughs) there's obviously I mean there's a whole there's a whole list of beans green beans there's another one there's not any sort of refried beans like no beans that you like
1: no and yes this segment is just going to be me and Jenks going back and forth saying but they look gross but have you tried them they're delicious but they look gross so I'm sorry for that bean um, you know, timeout that we had, but yes, beans are gross. And I stick by that what? statement. I stand by it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jinx, you can have all of my sides of refried beans. Whenever we go eat Mexicans, Ooh. that's the worst, like, get that out of my, you know, sight. Mm. those are the worst. I think in the bean hierarchy, those have to be number one worst because of all of like the gross looking beans, refried beans look the grossest. Can we at least no. agree on that?
0: Oh, they're delicious. Mexican food just give me a big old and helping of refried beans now I, you know what reminds me of, though is when I was in like elementary school or high school and of course you know they take this food they don't waste anything and if you don't eat it one day they'll reheat it or save it for a couple days later. So we would say we would see refried beans and we'd call them refried, refried, refried beans because you knew they'd been used like again and again and again. I don't want that. But yeah, I, beans don't gross me out. I'm a big, big bean guy. Big bean guy. Ew. Love
1: them. Ew. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, we probably need to talk about the rest of these NBA games because this is not a bean show. Thank God, because I would hate my job. All right, Grizzlies and Clippers in Memphis, where the Grizz laying six and a half total off the board. Jenks, every time I think the Grizzlies are the clear play, I feel like they Mm -hmm. usually let me down. Do you think that's the case here?
0: I think this is the night when you go with the Grizz. So I was looking back at their game against the Clippers the other night when the Clippers won that game. And that was such an anomaly because – russell westbrook played out of his mind he made all five of his three pointers in that game when is the last time that happened also robert covington went nine of ten from the field and Kawhi leonard was a late scratch in that game so they won that game with russ going off Kawhi out and obviously pg out i think the trends sort of revert to what we've seen for most of the season and Memphis is still covering at home this season, 22-16 and one against the number. It's a nice little revenge spot for them. Let me give you my five-being best bet. That's the Grizz. Play the points.
1: Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking at the the stat sheet for this game, the Clippers shot the lights out, shot 61% from the field, 59% from the three-point line. And, Jenks, you'll get a kicked out a kick out of this. I saw this on Twitter. Somebody circulating this sheet that said, I'm sorry for misjudging Russell Westbrook. I oh, apologize. Wow. I'm like, it's been one game. He had one game, and it's March 31st, and we're supposed to apologize for the whole season. Get out of here.
0: There's nothing worse than a one-game sample size. Like, right? What, what's a good example in the NFL? What's a guy who played for the Jets and now I think he signed with the Dolphins? Mike White. Mike White. Is that the guy's name? Not... Yeah. yeah. So Mike White comes in comes in and throws like four touchdown passes, looks like the second coming of Johnny Unitas, and then look, and he's better than Zach Wilson, comes in, and then the next game, what happens? Stinks up the joint. So, no, I'm not going to lose my mind because Russell Westbrook has had all year, in fact, the past two years, to put together a decent shooting game. He has one. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Russ. Big deal, big deal, who cares?
1: Yeah, we're not ready to apologize just yet. And then one final trend for the road before we depart this Grizzlies game. The over is hit in five straight matchups between the Clips and the Grizz. So maybe something to consider if you're playing a total. All right, heading out to Minnesota where we have the T-Wolves and the Lakers squaring off. Lakers minus 105 on the money line, but Minnesota laying a point and a half, or you could just take them on the money line, minus 115, total of 232 and a half. Jenks, the T-Wolves have been playing much better basketball as of late. And I think the matchup here is a tough one for the Lakers because the T-Wolves are a very tall team, a very big team. So if anybody can challenge the Lakers inside, it's probably the T-Wolves.
0: Yeah, I don't have a good read on this game. I think I, in fact, I think the money's coming in on Minnesota. I would maybe lean Lakers and go against the grain here. I'm not really confident in it. I, I just feel like that. The Lakers are fast and I hate talking about the Lakers because I feel like anytime the Lakers do anything that ESPN is going to put it on the front page and be like, ah, Lakers crawl into ninth place in the West. I don't care. I think Minnesota is the right side, but I will say that LeBron easing himself back into the lineup, is something where we're going to see more minutes from him. And also, they've covered three of their last four, playing a little bit better. I think it's probably Minnesota, but I can see the Lakers in a desperation spot playing well. I'm going to stay away from this one.
1: Yeah, it's a tight spread for a reason. I think this game could go either way, but I would lean towards Minnesota. Like I said, they've been playing a lot better as of late. They've won four of their last five, and three of those being outright as underdogs of at least five points. So maybe the market is still a little bit too low on Minnesota. I like them here, but you know, when LeBron's on the other side and they're playing for a spot yeah. in the post season, that is a dangerous LeBron to bet against. All right. So we have a big spread here and hold your nose because the Warriors are laying 15 and a half points against the Spurs, not seeing a total just yet. Is this bettable in any way, shape? form or fashion
0: well i think if you're going to bet this game 15 and a half is so stupid i guess you could do a money line parlay in the nba but we've tried that a couple times that has not worked out and also it'd have to be at least three teams because the warriors are minus 1600 on the money line based on the trends you got to take golden state here because they are the best covering team in the league 26-12-1 26-12-1 and one when they're playing at home. Meanwhile, on the road, San Antonio is the second worst covering team when playing away from San Antonio. They're 11-26 and 26 against the number. And I, I will say, you have to think that the Warriors at this point in the season are going to try to move up as much as they can if that's possible. And they need more time together because Steph's been out, in and out of the lineup for much of the year. This is a Warriors team that will stay motivated, that will play hard from start to finish. They need those minutes together. So I would lay the 15 and a half with the Warriors, but I'm damn sure not going to bet it. That would just be my lane.
1: Well, if you look at the Spurs, there is no reasoning where you could take them because they've lost five straight. And if you look at some of these spreads, they've lost all five against the number and they've been huge spreads. 19 and a half against Mm -hmm. Milwaukee. Lost, did not cover that game. 16 and a half against the Celtics. Lost and did not cover. So I don't think he can really make a case for the Spurs here. So I yeah. won't. And we'll go Warriors. All right, a couple games left. We have Kings Blazers. Big spread in that one. Sacramento, 14 and a half point favorites. And Nugget Suns, where we have Phoenix laying eight and a half. Take your pick, Jinx. Which of these games is more bettable?
0: Oh God. Here's the thing. I, I think oh uh, I think it's the Kings. I think it's the Kings. I, I wonder about the Suns because but everybody's gonna be on the Suns, right? It's KD's second game in Phoenix, and it's gonna be such a huge public side, back into a back-to-back for the Nuggets. And also remember that KD did not shoot well in that previous game, so he could go off in this one, but it's too much of a public side. The Blazers have quit. They've absolutely quit. They've lost 11 of their last 12. The Kings won by 30 on Wednesday night, so I would lay it with Sacramento.
1: Yeah, Damian Lillard has been sidelined for the season, so there is no hope for the Blazers. Plus, the Kings are still, you know, a team that wants to go into the postseason with a little momentum.